This episode is brought to you by .site domains. If you're looking to build a great website for your business, you can find a short and meaningful domain name on the .site domain extension. To register, visit www.get.site, that's S-I-T-E, and use the code SELFRELIANCE to get up to a 50% discount on your purchase. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance. My guest today is John Lee Dumas. He's the founder and host of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. He's also the author of the Freedom Journal, Accomplish Your Number One Goal in 100 Days. And we're going to do an interview in advance of his first traditionally published book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, A Roadmap to Financial Freedom and Fulfillment. So welcome back, John. John, it is amazing to be here. Always loved and respected what you create content-wise, and it's been cool getting to know you over these past 10 years of doing my own thing. So can't wait. Yeah, this is uh, this is at least your third time on the show, I think. Awesome. Yeah, and I think you've been featured three times as well. So I think we're both a trifecta. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, you know, I'll have another book coming up, so you can expect me knocking on your uh, podcast door again. All right. So, so if you're going to uh, write a book called "The Common Path to Uncommon Success," let's start with what the uncommon path or the mistakes, I guess <laughs> I should say. What's 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 the first big mistake that that you see a lot of people make? Well, here's the big mistake: is people are just flat out being lied to. And they accept those lies. And what I mean by that is there's people that are out there that want you to think that the path to success is hidden, that it's secret, that it's complicated. It is by no means easy. John worked his little booty off to get where he is today. I've worked my little booty off to get to where I am today. But the reality is I have interviewed over 3,000 successful entrepreneurs. John, as you've heard three times now, and (laughs) I've learned so much from every one of those interviews, like so, so much. This has been over a decade of amazing conversations. This allowed me to distill down the fundamental 17 principles that we all have in common. And by we all, I mean us successful entrepreneurs. I've been running a multi-million dollar media empire known as Entrepreneurs on Fire for now eight years in a row. And we're entering our ninth year as a business. And I've learned so much from my experience, but even so much more so from those 3,000 conversations I've had. Again, when John's on my show, he's my mentor. I'm his mentee. I'm learning from him and I'm taking notes and I'm, and I'm listening and I'm applying it to my business. And these 17 foundational principles are across the board, which is why I knew after nine years of never writing a book that I finally had to sit down and do my first traditionally published book, get these 17 steps out there, create a roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. It's my first book and it could be my only book. I'm not a guy like John that can just crank these puppies out and just you know make them awesome every time. Like This might be the only book I have in me, but it is my best work ever. And so to go back to your core part of the question, what do people do wrong? They believe the lies. The yes. path to success is not easy but it is a common path to your version of uncommon success. I am laying it out for you in this book, step by step by step. You will achieve your version of financial freedom and fulfillment following this process. 
So we'll get into some of the steps, but uh, I, I, you probably get this. I get this all the time. People reach out to me and say, I want to make money online. What should I do? <laughs> and I, I think one of the, you know, one of the things I generally say is, you know, have an idea. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not necessarily going to uh, get financially rich just because you are online trying to make money. So, you know, what do you tell people? Because I'm sure you hear that all the time, too. People come to you and say, what should I do to make money? Why, so, but, so kind of, yeah, yeah. So, so what's the first step? It's why I wrote the book. I get the same questions that you get all the time. I can't answer people individually at that kind of quantity level. But yeah. now I can very happily say, this is yeah. your process. This is your step. This is my gift to you to answer the question you just asked me, plus all the other questions that are going to appear as you continue on this journey, as you continue on your common path to uncommon success. So what is that step one, which is obviously chapter one of the book? And you nailed yeah. it, John. I say the exact same thing that you say. You need an idea. But I don't just say an idea. I say you need a big idea. So step one, chapter one is identify your big idea. You need to be living within your zone of fire. Right now, John, I'm in my zone of fire, brother. Being on a podcast episode with you, having a conversation with an illuminary, with a, a smart, interesting, successful individual, this fires me up. This lights me up. This is why I've done 3,000 episodes of Entrepreneurs on Fire and I'm still doing it. This is why I've been on thousands of other people's shows because I love doing what we're doing right now. I personally I'm living in my zone of fire. This is this was my big idea 10 years ago, and it still is my big idea to this day. And so few people are currently living in their big idea. So few people are currently living in their zone of fire. So step one, we help you go back to the drawing board and say, hey, you either need to wipe the slate clean and identify a new big idea and start now and go forward. Or some people just need to tweak, adjust and pivot a couple things. And now they're going to be a big idea and living in that zone of fire. Some people can just validate, okay, thank goodness. Now I really do know that I'm living in my big idea. Let's Now let's move forward to find out what else I'm doing wrong on this journey, which is the 17-step roadmap. And that is the core. So every chapter is broken into three sections, John. Section one, identify your big idea for chapter one. Mm -hmm. Section two, I tell you how I identified my big idea and, and how I applied it. So you get a real-world perspective. Section three, I was like, of the 3,000 people I interviewed, who best exemplifies coming up with a big idea and turning it into success? And that person that came to mind for me was Hal Alrod, The Miracle Morning. So I bring him into the book. He contributes an amazing part of how he came up with his, his big idea, what he thinks people should do to come up with their big idea and how he applied it to his life. So you get a, a second real world perspective as well. And each chapter set up that way. So just like you said at the beginning, it's not rocket science, my friends. It's a common path. That's the point. Coming up with your big idea. Step one, that's what you gotta that's what you gotta get right before you move forward. So one of the things that's become really common advice to a lot of people starting businesses, entrepreneurs, people doing side hustles is, is to find a niche. And and frankly, I push back on that advice a little bit only because I've seen it misunderstood so often where people say, oh, I think there's money in whatever, <laughs> or I think there's money working with dentists or you know whatever they come up with. And so they just charge ahead and start a business doing that, not really knowing if they're going to like working with dentists <laughs> or they're going to 
you know, really have a passion for, you know, that niche that they've picked. And so I, I know that's part of your advice in the book. And I, I'd love to hear you kind of talk about that idea that I think it actually steers a lot of people in the wrong direction, or at least they get so focused on, I have to have that thing rather than I have to experience enough stuff so I can figure out that thing. I've got you, brother. So people that you just mentioned who see somebody having success in a specific niche, and then right. they're like, I'm going to do that thing because they're having success in X or Y or Z. Right. They are a weak, pale imitation of that successful person. And they fail as a result. They have not done step one, which is identify their big idea. It's not identify a big idea. Yeah. It's identify your big idea. I'm speaking to you, the individual. Identify your big idea, not identify somebody else's big idea that they niche down to this dental thing and blah, blah, blah. Don't be a weak, pale imitation of other people. Identify your big idea, your zone of fire. And not to get too detailed, we go through the whole exercise in the book. Like I got you covered, believe me. But your big idea involves on one side, passion, excitement, enthusiasm. You have those things, but not just that. Just having those things is a hobby. You also have to combine it with skills, value, and expertise that you're adding to this world. That's the overlap commingling combination that's going to make your big idea, your big idea in a zone of absolute fire. Then you have your big idea, again, to John's point, not some somebody else's you know, idea that you're just going to be a weak, pale imitation of. No, your big idea. And then you're going to look around and you go to step two, which is discover your niche within that big idea. So now you have a big idea. I've got some news for you. Your big idea is probably a really good idea. I'm not going to lie. But because it's a big idea, you're not the first person to think about it. I'm sorry to break your bubble, but you're not the first person to think about every new idea, especially if it's a great idea. So guess what? You're going to have entrenched competition, people that are killing it in your big idea, which is fine. That's proof of concept. Right can't go against them day one. You are weak. You don't know what you're doing. You need to get traction and momentum and experience and all of these things. So you need to niche down. You need to say, here's the big idea. What is a niche that is currently not being served in my market, in my big idea? What is a void that is not being filled? And how can I fill that void better than anybody else? How can I be the best solution to this void? And a real quick example, John, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Back in 2012, I wanted to podcast. I didn't just podcast. That's so broad, so competitive, I would have got squashed. I went one niche down. I want, a, I, want a, I want a business podcast. A lot of business podcasts, a lot of competition. I want an interview business podcast. Okay, less competition. Back in 2012, there wasn't a ton of them. Mm -hmm. But still, I would have got squashed by those that were there. What about a daily podcast interview of successful entrepreneurs. Zero people, zero podcasts, zero competition. The day I launched, John, I was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the worst daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the only flipping daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the only. That's why I won. So find your big idea. Mine was podcasting, but then I niched down, discovered a niche that wasn't being served, and I dominated it, and I won. And then, of course, I was ready for step three. So that's the process. That's how you actually get a niche that you're not some weak pill imitation of, but you're living in your zone of fire and serving people that need to be served at the best level because the competition is either weak or non-existent. 
that's how you win. So I'm jumping around a little bit here, but yeah. I'd love to hear your take on, I mean, one of the bits of advice is uh, find a mentor. And so I'd love to hear, you You already alluded to the fact that you feel like you speak to a lot of mentors <laughs> on your show, but is there somebody in, in your life that that you call, yeah, that was my first mentor? 100%. So many people either skip this step, they never get a mentor, which is a disaster, mm -hmm. or they go after the wrong mentor. They go after like a Richard Branson or like fill in the blank of some incredibly successful person that's yeah. just successful in random areas. Like, do I want to run an airline? If the answer is yes, then I would go after Richard Branson. But the answer is no. I want to have a successful business podcast. What did I do back in 2012? I researched and found a successful business podcast host. I reached out to her, Jamie Masters of the Eventual Millionaire. Yeah, and I sure. said, Jamie, you're a year and a half in, you're a successful business podcast coach. Coach, I want to be a host. I want to be a successful business podcast host. Will you mentor me? Will you coach me? And she said, yes, it was part of her business model. Right. And what? She was a year and a half into the game. She remembered what it was like to launch. So she knew all the mistakes I was going to make. She knew all the steps I should take, the network I should be connected to. It was priceless. You have to find a mentor. Ask yourself one question in this search. Is the mentor that I'm about to hire currently where I want to be in a year's time? If the answer is no, it might not be the right mentor. Now, of course, we the chapters, it's, it's, it's meaty. It's a big chapter. We have the whole process for you. I have templates of the emails, how you should write them. This book is everything. It's everything you need. But just that's the main concept of the chapter. Answer yeah. that question. And, and I think that maybe that defining mentor, because I think a lot of people have that idea of kind of the, you know, corporate mentor that, you know, somebody that works there already, that's going to give me some time and wisdom. But you're really, in a lot of ways, you're talking about a coach or a consultant or, you know, somebody that, that, that can teach you exactly how to do it as opposed to like help your personal development. But I'm not talking about as a life coach. I'm not talking yeah. about somebody yeah. that is a professional coach for human beings. Right. Because unless that person has produced and is currently producing a successful business podcast, they're not for me. And again, I'm using myself as a personal example now. Yeah. For you, what is it that you want to do? You have to find somebody who has recently gone down that path. John, I would have told you everything I knew. I'd been podcasting for seven years by then. But, you were the OG, brother. I mean, yeah. come on. You were just too expensive. I didn't have that kind of money back then. Have you ever tried looking for a domain name? Chances are that the first few options you tried were not available, and you're not alone. I mean, over 65% of domain name searches actually fail because, you know, all good domain names are already taken. But that's not necessarily true. In fact, I got myself selfreliance.site, where I talk about my book, The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, and share content to help people become self-reliant in their entrepreneurial journey. You too can get your very own .site domain for as low as $1.99. Visit www.get.site or click the link in the description on the show notes page. Search for your unique .site domain and use the code SELFRELIANCE to get 50% off your domain purchase. All right, another thing that uh, that you talk about has become pretty popular advice, but I think you take it a step farther. Create or join a mastermind. And that, obviously, a lot of people do in masterminds. You can spend a lot of money joining people's masterminds. How do you, how do you kind of, how do you tune into the, the right one? They're doing it wrong. 
listen, yeah, 99% of people in masterminds are doing it wrong. Yep. The mastermind that. you need to be a part of consists of two or three other people, period. So you have a total of three or four people, including yourself, in this mastermind. The mastermind must meet once per week. 100% attendance policy is mandatory. Yeah. Mastermind must consist of people who you know, like, and trust and who are around the same place in their entrepreneurial journey as you are. I didn't say the same industry. In fact, yeah. other industries could be really helpful. That's, that's outside of the box thinking. That could be very helpful. You have to know them. You have to like them. You have to respect them. You have to be around the same place in your journey. Again, there's wiggle room here. They can be six months ahead, a year ahead, behind, whatever it is, but it's around that area. And every week for one hour, your mastermind is meeting. And I have a very structured and specific way that you conduct this mastermind. I was part of a mastermind that I'm explaining right now for six years. Mm -hmm. And it was the reason I got so much stuff done because people that I knew, liked, and trusted who were there to support my business, to give me advice, to give me feedback, but to most importantly, hold me accountable for what I should and needed to be doing just like I was doing for them. Some people that are part of a mastermind with 10 people, with 50 people, with 100 people, you're not being heard. You need to be on the hot seat, the featured hot seat person at least once a month, which is why four is the max, yeah. three is fine, two is not enough. It's three yeah. or four people. I'm being very clear with you right now. Yeah, so, so, so in that vein, the idea is started. This is not something that you go find that somebody else has already got going. You probably want to curate this and you might have some fits and starts to get the right because the makeup of the people is so, so hyper important. Everything. You kind of don't learn that till you've been doing it for a while, do you? Yeah. And it, hey, listen, you might have a couple swings and misses. It's, it's part yeah. of life. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's part of learning. It's part of your journey. So one of the uh, other big problems I see is there are a lot of people that get going, get started, have a big idea, figure out who has the problem that they want to solve, and they never launch. When do you launch? <laughs> You launch as soon as you physically can possible launch. Listen, there's a great quote by Reid Hoffman. If you waited to launch your product until it's perfect, yeah. you waited way too long. Not just too long, way too long. And it is so true. You need to launch imperfectly as soon as possible because no matter how long you wait in that little bubble cocoon you're cowering behind in fear, right? you're going to launch an imperfect product. So why not launch it sooner, get actual feedback, take it like a champ, improve upon it, and then drive forward. That's the process. So we have that step in the 17-step roadmap. I'm not saying you do it day one. Right. Launching is step nine. So there's a lot of steps before you launch, but you flip and launch early yeah. in yeah. this process and you make it happen. And I get you there the right way. The person, of course, that I bring in to contribute an amazing part to this chapter is none other than Mr. Launch himself, Jeff Walker, and he crushes it in the chapter, obviously. And you launch. Yeah. It's really that simple. I think everybody in your book has been on my show at some point. Um. <laughs> you must have a fantastic show. They are all ballers. All right. So one of the things that's common wisdom, and it's one of your steps, is is adding multiple streams of revenue. I mean, Got to do it. It's no brainer, I think, for just about any business. But there's also this balance between adding revenue and chasing stuff. You know, you see people all the time that are just, you know, they got every affiliate deal going and, they, you know, and it's like there's no cohesion with the idea anymore. So how do you balance that logical extra streams of revenue with just 
hey, I can make more money over here doing this. The world is a crazy place. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You need to protect yourself. Not step one, not step nine. Step 13 in this 17-step roadmap is diversify your revenue streams. Have you had Stu McLaren on the show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stu McLaren, such a stud. Killing yeah. it. Absolutely. With tribe, masterminds. He has SaaS products. He yep. has books. He has courses. He has podcasts. This guy has diversified his, his revenue streams. You do not do this step one. Just like John said, you need to focus. Follow one course until success. You need to have an absolute core business that is humming along, that's rocking and rolling. You've built a team out. You've done systems. Again, these are all earlier steps than what we're talking about right now. Build systems, build a team, get traffic, you prove stuff, you launch, you do all these different things. And then when we're getting to this step, you start diversifying your revenue streams because you have your success. You have your team in place. You have your systems. You have your tools. You have your automations. You have, which by the way, is the monster beast of a chapter, chapter seven, creating a content production plan. That chapter mm-hmm. alone is 13,500 words. It is a beast. <laughs> and it's the reason, by the way, why I've had 89 months in a row of $100,000 net profit. 89 months in a row. Like, let that sink in for a minute. That is because I've created a monster content production plan. And I didn't even, honestly, John, didn't even realize like how <laughs> impressive and awesome and huge our content production plan was until I sat down and had to write about it. And I was like, this is why we win at such a high level so consistently. But back to diversifying revenue streams, something's going to happen. This is going to dry up. Economy is going to do that. X is going to do Y. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we both, you and I both know a lot of speakers who, you know, had their entire revenue stream completely wiped out last year. Yeah. Now, because they never diversified their revenue streams and it's tough, man. So I give you the exact system on how to do just that, how to do the first additional revenue stream and get that going. And then the third, the fourth, and then you get to a place like John and myself, and you may have five or more. I'm currently sitting on eight revenue streams. So uh, final question is more of a, I'd love to just hear how you answer this. (laughs) How do you define success? Success is waking up in the morning and doing what you want, where you want, with whom you want. Mm -hmm. Every morning I get to wake up, look at my calendar and say, there's nothing there because I chose that. And I'm going to go have a fantastic day doing what I want. Or everything on my calendar maybe 74 things is there because I put it there because I wanted to talk to John for 30 minutes. That's on the calendar and I'm excited for the talk and I show up and I have a blast and I am having a blast by the way, John, because this is my big idea. This is my zone of fire. This is what I love doing. That is success. Waking up every day. Doing yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, that's 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 success. That's freedom. That's control. You know, that really comes along with that. So, why don't we wrap up by telling us where people can find uh, out more about your work, but certainly about uh, the common path to uncommon success. Listen, this book is a culmination of the three thousand interviews that I've done. It is a revolutionary 17-step roadmap to your financial freedom and fulfillment. The book comes out March twenty-third. Do not wait for the book to come out because when you do, if you do, you'll get zero bonuses. If you pre-order right now, 
you're going to get five amazing bonuses with the book. One of them, John, as a fellow author, your head will pop off, but just try to block your ears for a second. I'm going to ship to your door all three of my journals, the Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, the Podcast Journal. This is $150 worth of journals you could buy right now on Amazon. I'm shipping at my own expense to your door all three of these journals with one single pre-order. This is for people that are based in the USA. Outside the USA, we're going to give you immediate access to the digital pack. Beautiful, fillable. It's amazing. I'm losing money on every single pre-order. Harper could care less because I'm putting the the cost burden on my shoulders because that's how much I believe in this book. It is a no-brainer just in and of itself. Just the book itself is obviously a no-brainer. I mean, just like every book that John Jance has written, this is an absolute cheat code to your success. There's just no other way to put it. It is... 10 years distilled into 273 pages with the 3,000 conversations I've had. I mean, if you can't wrap your head around that, you should probably be listening to another podcast, frankly. But these three journals ship to your door, four other amazing bonuses as well. You can check out the other four bonuses. I won't go into details now. UncommonSuccessBook.com. John, I got endorsements. Seth Godin personally endorsed this, read this book, personally endorsed it. Gary Vaynerchuk, Neil Patel, Erica Mandy, Dory Clark, ballers in the industry. They personally read and endorsed this book. Their endorsements are on that page. A video from me with more details about the book are on the page. The first chapter, you can read for free and see just how well done this book is. I mean, I poured everything into this book is on that page. Plus all five bonuses you can uncover there. UncommonSuccessBook.com. And obviously we'll have a link in the show notes. So, hey, John, it was great uh, catching up with you again. Yes. Adios, brother. All right, that wraps up another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to share this show. Feel free to give us reviews. You know, we love those things. Also, did you know that we had created training, marketing training for your team? If you've got employees, if you've got a staff member that wants to learn a marketing system, how to install that marketing system in your business, check it out. It's called the Certified Marketing Manager Program from Duct Tape Marketing. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that tab that says Training for Your Team.